0: moon just say the word and i'll throw a lasso around and pull it down hey that's a pretty good idea i'll give you the moon all right hey guys welcome back to ride the wave podcast
1: hey everybody thanks for joining
0: it's may 1st
1: happy may
0: it's a friday yay about to start a really pretty weekend for everybody i hope
1: yeah
0: it's been a long time a lot of people are getting um antsy to get outside i think if you're watching the news or you're just keeping up with anything going on right now i think a lot of people are um trying to push it
1: (laughs) yep Mm -hmm.
0: right so um you know the topic uh for this month that we've been kind of going back and forth on is just kind of building those routines
1: yeah, routine building and self care, and we're going to talk today about working from home from the perspective of someone who is self-employed, which is myself, and someone who is employed, which is Dan, and how we can create and weave self care into our routines, routines which for a lot of us seem to have no rhyme or reason these days because. As members of a family or even as an individual, we don't have those external boundaries or time stamps or keepers that, say, we used to have before the pandemic started. For example, your commute on your way to work was your time to maybe center, listen to your music, kind of get into your own headspace and start the day. But without that anymore, we're having to set our own routines and our own measures for self-care throughout our day and so um, it's really important I bl- I think for for us to focus first on our own self-care because that translates to better immunity better overall health and that's gonna what that can be what keeps us staying healthy throughout this crisis right
0: mm-hmm. yeah um, and you know we'll touch upon our own routines as we go through this, um, you know, what Ashley does and then what I do mm-hmm. uh, for the day. I think the other piece there that, that you spoke about that drive to work and something that I've been kind of reflecting on is that I haven't been, had time to listen to my podcast. Like I usually do. I have like an hour and 15 minute drive to work every day. Mm-hmm. So a podcast is like in my ear all day long, I can go through like three hours in one day. It's pretty wild. But now I've been finding that it's a little more difficult to mm-hmm. fit those into my day. But it's it's almost a good thing because I have some other things that I'm introducing um, that I, I wasn't able to do prior to this.
1: Yeah. There's definitely an opportunity for a lot of shakeup and to create better routines than you know we had before Um, but again there there's that also that low side um, expression or potential to really not uh, have any boundaries or routines at all so yeah I'm going to start talking about what my routine looks like as a self-employed person and um, for those of you who don't know I own a yoga studio in Newburyport called Ride the Wave Yoga and I opened last fall so we've been open for about seven months now um well closed actually uh (laughs) for the last you know month or so of the seven months but um I've been practicing and teaching yoga for almost a decade which I came to realize today it's crazy I started teaching in 2011 so um and practicing for a year or so before that Um, And then the other part of my self-employment is reading um, charts for people. I'm a certified astrologer, so I have the joy of being able to consult people using the lens of both astrology and yoga. So I've been finding really this time to be a really cool opportunity to get creative with those offerings. And I'm hoping that people are, um, other people too are, tapping into their creative potentials as self-employed people because we do have that sort of freedom and autonomy to do our own thing and we're not governed um, so much by, um, you know, structures outside of ourselves. So when uh, when this all started, I was pretty good at keeping the same routines that I had prior to quarantine, um, which included waking up around 6 a.m., and then, and now I'm sort of giving myself the leeway to sleep in a little bit later, um, but as sort of a rule of thumb, it's really great for somebody to wake up when the sun is rising, and so right now I think for us it's a little bit before 6 a.m.
0: Yeah, I think it's, uh... man, I just looked at this too. I want to say it's 558
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a little later, um, mm. which is nice. But when the idea is when you're waking up with the sun, you're waking up with the same energy that the rest of the world is waking up with, or at least for us in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, it's cool to to feel that, you know, uh, surge and that added energetic uplift that you do get when you wake up a little bit earlier. Um and according to Ayurveda, which is the sister science to yoga and the study of natural routines and rhythms of the exterior world and how we as human beings work with those external natural rhythms um, found in nature, waking up any time between six or after 6 a.m., interestingly enough, equates to uh, a time in, the, in nature when things are a little slower and heavier. So the idea is if actually Ayurveda says wake up between 2 a.m. and 6 a.m., which is like insane. People wouldn't think in terms of waking, you know, wake up. sometimes I go to bed at 2 a.m., right? Yeah.
0: Most of my students are right now.
1: Sure. Uh, but if you are waking up or you're starting your day at least before 6 a.m., you're you're waking up in what we call um, a vata time, which is this very air-like and very fresh energy, Um So try to wake up before 6 a.m. And that's what I'm sort of trying to do now, like I said.
0: What would be the benefit of of that, waking up in in that time frame?
1: So the mind is a lot clearer. And you might experiment on your own, literally waking up, setting your alarm one day at like 5.50 and the next day at like 6.10 and see how you actually might feel different in your headspace. Maybe you feel a little bit foggier. If you're waking up between like, say, 6 a.m. and 10 a.m., because there's that natural what we call Coptic energy. It's this earthy and this watery energy, mm. whereas between 2 a.m. and 6 a.m., it's those hours are governed by the elements of air and ether, so space and air. Um, so
0: we're just getting more clarity
1: before 6 a.m. rather than after. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: it makes total sense. I mean, some of my best workouts have been at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's um, there's this great uh, Navy SEAL, um, retired Navy SEAL, Jocko Willink, that post pictures all of the time, every single day at four o'clock in the morning, 420, 430. Mm. Nothing really any anything after that. And he just starts his day every day. It's his routine. Right. Super early in the morning gets after it.
1: That's great. And without the commute times that a lot of us, I mean, don't have any more we are able to, to do that sort of thing, you know, wake up at 5 or something and, and have maybe before the rest of the family gets up or your partner even, that time to do something that matters to you. And so the next thing I'll sort of touch on is the rituals that I have for a long time been incorporating into my mornings and really trying to especially during this pandemic keep in my routines. And I have this idea, this um, this feeling that anything that you can do that makes your, quote, routine feel more like a ritual, um, the more you're likely to stick to those, quote, routines. So for example, um, something that feels ritualistic to me is blessing my space or my home with incense in the morning. Because when we burn something it's sort of like a devotion to something higher than you if if we think of the element of fire um, from an ayurvedic perspective fire rises heat rises and so there's this uplifting quality to burning like a candle or incense or something like this Um, so for me I love to bless my my space with like a little sage or a candle or some incense or something that I have um, because it brings me a felt sense of connection to something higher and whether that is for you universe or spirit or mm. God whatever um, for me it's just a natural overall sense of gratitude for the sun and and like giving me life like the opportunity I get to breathe this day and it's it connects me back to a sense of gratitude ultimately I think and that's what all rituals really do in the end.
0: Yeah, I think that um, when you do burn the incense in the house, it's it it reminds me of and, um, you know, I've probably lost a little bit of my connection to um, the church. Right. But Mm -hmm. it brings me to a time where you walk into the church, any church, uh, you know, and and is it a church, temple, mosque, whatever you want to call it, a place of um, uh, a place of comfort for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's like a sense it brings me back to like a good time Mm. in my memory. So when you're burning that in the morning, if I was to like just even simplify what you, you know, just what you just said, it's just kind of like even the smell just brings us a nice memory. And maybe some people don't have good memories from those places. Sure. Um, And maybe they they try to avoid those, those senses. So um, if they looked into something like what you were just describing instead of like their their you know post um memories of a smell or a scent or anything like that maybe if they looked into you know why people burn incense
1: yeah or just maybe made the sac, made the offering mm. to, to something that makes more sense for them in yeah. this present day you know yeah and like I said, it can be as simple as thanking the sun, which is it's cool. Really, in yoga, you hear of surya namaskar, like that's the sun salutation. We salute the sun when you go through you're like arms up, inhale, exhale, fold forward, inhale, half. Oh, you know, I didn't that, know that. Yeah, so surya, is sun. <laughs> okay. And um, I believe namaskar is, um, translates to like the wheel, uh, so you know, moving through the wheel how the sun rises every morning and sets every evening like it's in a circle like in a wheel so that's what we replicate with our body when we go through a sun salutation
0: excellent did not know that yeah yeah so that's how you start off your routine in the morning
1: yeah and you know if i can fit in yoga and and actually do a full sun salutation routine and through move through the poses it really helps me to strengthen my energy in the morning feel physically strong mentally strong um, energetically strong for the rest of my day it totally sets a different tone so I definitely try to get in at least five minutes of movement on my yoga mat and the yoga mat is cool because it gives you this square footage in within which you can experiment and just play and be really open to how the body's feeling that morning you know it's I, every time I step on my mat, I see it as more of an opportunity to just be soft rather than something that I need to accomplish, you know, another Mm. box to check off my list. Because as soon as we start to think of our our routines as checking things off the to-do list, there's no real connection anymore. We're not feeling the benefit. We're just thinking the benefit, you know?
0: Yeah, and I mean, it's a hard place for somebody who appreciates a good workout sure right because it is not a checked box for me yeah for me it's like and we'll get i'll get into it later but for some people what i'm noticing right now is just this like they have to be a runner Mm. or they have to buy all of the at-home equipment because that's what everybody else is doing yeah but like the routine of of self-care of of taking care of yourself doesn't necessarily have to be like I worked out today yeah and it can
1: be like you're saying for a lot of people like yourself that is self-care yeah um and and I always come back to the question is this act or this action making me feel contractive or expansive I always ask myself, even in my interactions with people... What do you
0: mean? Like, contract? So,
1: so, in my feeling body, do I... And if you could see me right now, I'm sort of... My shoulders are coming up to my earlobes, and my fists start to contract and go into... Um, fingers start to go She's into like fist. in a shell. Yeah. Um, like, I check in with myself. I try to, at least, um, on a... Like, on a very often... Um, I check in with how my body's feeling as I'm about to approach a task. And if the, if the sensations emulate openness and expansiveness, I know that I'm going in the right direction. I know I'm moving towards something that's going to be of benefit to me. But if I start to sort of contract and coil, now I know that that's, you know, not going to be a good outcome. So if you're contracting at the idea of doing, you know, a workout that you see online that others are doing, don't do it, you know. If yeah. you if you see something where that makes you feel in your like, especially around your heart, really open, go toward those things. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think that's general rule of thumb. I and mean, yeah. you can do that too with news articles. You see, does this make me feel contractive, or is this making me feel open, like I want to continue? And if it, the minute it starts to make you coil, um, you know, for for reason, you know, not out of a place of fear, but but out of a place of, you know, awareness that this is not good for me, then I would say don't go forward.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know know this too about, you know, the first month of this. Uh, All I was doing was reading headlines for some reason. And it was probably because my notifications kept telling me something ridiculous was happening. And instead of laughing like I usually do at, at the news topics, I was like engaged in a negative, like, Why, what am I doing reading this? So as of late, if I am to read something that's newsworthy in my eyes, I'm reading stuff that I feel like is, is positive or, um, is going to bring me some sort of insight that I can use later and and think about later in my own life. Right. Right. I think it's cool to be informed and it's cool to watch those videos that like other people are doing or whatever it might be, but uh, it just it does bother me to know that some people are are going to hurt themselves trying to do something that they need to take a step back from for a second and 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 begin at at, at what they love right. they they want to love right not exactly. other people are telling them hey these are the, the 10 tips for for staying at home during covid right
1: mm-hmm. And some people follow those blindly, but I real, I think the real crisis is people don't know what they love and they mm. don't know what they want. They don't know what type of workout routine or even like food that they even like mm. because they've been told for so long what is good for them. Yeah. So at the very least, I see the opportunity here to discover yourself, discover and ask yourself with a real intention to know the answer from within what do what constitutes self care for me
0: yeah, mind you um the two people who are talking right now, one you know, and it's really funny because um you have somebody who does something as gentle as gentle yoga, mm-hmm. and then another person who is swinging <laughs> iron maces around his head and, <laughs> and kettlebells right It's crazy guys so like <laughs> but at the same time we appreciate. Both of those things yeah, we, for each other.
1: Yeah, because we see in each other that it that each other really resonates with what they're choosing to do for their own self-care. So mm-hmm. I'll talk about how our roads converge, um, come together um, in a little bit as far as our routines. Because we do do things <laughs> together that are yeah. really, really cool. Um,
0: so yeah, so you're on the yoga mat. Sorry, that's where you left.
1: Yeah, it. that's okay. So like I said, um, you know, wake up before six try to wake up before six um, uh, burn some incense you know do all your normal things go to the bathroom and brush your teeth and all of that Um, I do something called oil pulling which is in Ayurveda called Gandush and it I, I it's a process of pulling oil through the teeth to rid of toxins in the body that deposit on the tongue overnight um so if you're interested in learning more about that feel free to reach out to me um because there's a real science behind it um but essentially I pull sesame oil through um my teeth in the morning and Dan's joined me in doing that yeah. right yeah too. It's,
0: it's, un- it's unbelievable what I've seen with um the clarity in my teeth yeah for sure.
1: whiter teeth um fresher breath
0: yeah
1: um just it cleans your mouth like it gets your mouth ready to consume so the next thing i do before i have coffee is warm myself water and put in lemon juice or lime juice um lemon juice in the win in the um winter because lemon inherently the qualities of a lemon is um that it's a warming type of fruit and a lime in the summer because limes are cooling in nature um so I'll squeeze some lemon into my water and have that while I do. Maybe um, uh, I, I roll my feet out on the floor. I'll um, kind of, oh, oh, I'll go outside if the weather's nice. And that's the other thing I love. First thing, you take in um, nice senses um, or sensations, rather, with your five senses. If you think of the five senses, right? sight, taste, touch, smell, and sound right your auditory um sense you want to think of you want to think of filling all of those sense organs with pleasant things first thing when you wake up Mm. so I love to for example sit outside on my deck and take in the sound of birds which they're plethorous right now the sound of birds are so lovely um and visually you want to be taking in stuff that is pleasant you know yeah it's nice i mean i've we're all guilty of this and i really think it's a neurochemical issue we're all addicted to our phones right it's Mm. so easy to pick up your phone first thing and i have done it right i do it and i wish i didn't so much Um, i'm trying to be compassionate toward myself and really you know let it be okay if i do choose to do that first thing but um it's nice to not it's just really nice instead to choose. this, My phone is not going to be the first thing I look at. It's going to be the outdoors. So see if you can get outside the first thing, breathe in that fresh air, take in the scents that makes sense to you. It doesn't have to be incense or a candle. It could be if you have a nice essential oil, um, you know, put on your favorite sweatshirt that you just washed with your favorite detergent, something like that that makes you feel really comfortable. It's really yeah. important
0: yeah i'm thinking about that and i'm thinking about some of the people that are probably listening to this and you know we are pretty lucky people to be where we are because you know we're not only getting in the freshness of of every day but we're also getting in the sounds of the ocean that's like four miles away right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's yeah. like ripping through the um this the the uh salt marsh that's right in front of our our house and some people you know they might be getting the uh the car is driving on the highway
1: Yeah, but it's, by their
0: house, but yeah. still outside.
1: Yeah, outside and, and even if it's inside, if you can find a room in mm. your house to be quiet, you know, just let yourself hear yeah. your breathing in and breathing out. That is the coolest thing, coolest way to start your day. Coolest way I've been starting my days when I'm outside, you know, in silence in my own space. I'm just listening to my breath. Listening to the sound of my inhale through my nose, and I'm usually counting to three, four, five, and then exhaling and listening for those counts out through the nose or mouth. Right, five to zero, or four to zero, three to zero. So if you can repeat that for, say, even a minute, just count your breath for a minute, and you'd be surprised you'd really be surprised at the energetic effects that that can create so.
0: yeah i'm uh, just taking time just to um just to listen to your breaths is if you've if you struggle to to practice meditation what i've found for my students at least and, and for a lot of my clients when i worked with them and i would practice meditation techniques with them and i'm no expert in it it's more of just like A practice and a place for me to just kind of like see what works best for people. But I've felt that um, sometimes the directive can be to focus on other things when when at the end of the day, if you focus on your breath, you seem to tune out everything else. Yeah. You, you seem to quiet everything else that's around you down that's at least for me and in, in some of the feedback i've gotten from a lot of these younger kiddos who uh, can't seem to to just focus on one thing it's why they struggle in school right mm-hmm. and and if i just have them count to four hold it for two and breathe out for four or five and i do that a couple of times they seem to enjoy the just the the viewing of their own breath right if you will
1: it's it's so true and i have to say your meditation practice has to work for you Hmm. i've worked with clients whose breath the sound or the feeling of intentionally connecting with their breath triggers traumatic experiences and memories for them so ideally or, or maybe someday you know the breath might be a really calming vehicle or mechanism but for some people that's not the gateway so sure. do things that again we can go back to the expansive and contraction, contractive um, intention or you know check in is this in practice this thing making me feel shunted or open and the same thing like you said with the burning of the incense if that's not working for you don't do it like just you know listen to yourself first definitely
0: so so that so that's your morning
1: yeah I'm I'm looking at my uh, seeing if I wanted to touch on anything more um the last thing I would say you know before I start my work day which again might include prepping a chart for someone's consult on the phone um or going to film a live yoga class for that day I always like to feed my brain and Here's sort of where the lines can get blurry for me as a self-employed person. My passions are my work. So I am incredibly lucky in that. But there is also the other side that a lot of self-employed people have to consider, which is that I consider is how do I make good boundaries for myself when my work is my passion, my passion is my work. Um, So luckily, I, I do stimulate my mind with the work that I do every day because I enjoy it and I love it. Um, I would say just as a piece of, um, a suggestion for anyone who's doing work right now that doesn't feel self-fulfilling, um, maybe start to, uh, think about (laughs) changing your type of work, right? Because right now, again, we've got this opportunity to shift, to really reinvent, Mm, pick work that makes your soul light up and makes you feel like you're on fire. Um, my work... I, I'm I'm grateful for the opportunity to have the freedom to do that, and the support that I've had from my family and um, and all of that. So, if you if you aren't as fortunate, say and say you're you know you're doing something to pay the bills, you have a family, whatever. Make sure that you can you stimulate your mind with something that is enjoyable for you. So not to open the computer laptop right after you've done your yoga practice. Say it's like oh check that box off. Go on a go on a site. Um, I I look at Pinterest sometimes. I'm a very visually stimulated person. I love Pinterest. It's a images based social platform um, that gets me inspired. And Elephant Journal. Um, Elephant Journal puts out really consciously oriented articles for people. Um, they're just they're. It's a great website. So I'd, I'd check it out if you're um, looking for something. Um, that's yoga inspired, green living inspired, um mm. stuff like that. Um, open a book that that you that you love, read a chapter of a book, you know, do something for yourself that makes you feel expansive.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, during a time where what? There's I can't remember the numbers right now, but there are a, a tremendous amount of people who have filed for unemployment who are mm-hmm. no longer working right so yeah. like to to have a conversation about trying to find the you know their passion mm-hmm. their minds right now are 100% on how am i going to feed myself and my family right yeah. especially those people who have kids and in a mortgage and you know all of those conversations having that conversation with my mother talking to her about doctors that are coming to her and and like if you you forget because
1: because you're not living it
0: i'm not living it in my position and where i am i'm so grateful for it being in a school you know knock on wood i'm i'm okay right now right they're not shutting down schools right Yep. um so, but there are there are still those people in there, and this is just the fact mm-hmm. that out of those that that number of people who have filed for unemployment, the fact is is that there is a there is a number in there of people who were stuck, who weren't making choices for themselves, maybe they couldn't. But now they've kind of been gifted this in a weird gift, a very strange gift. Sure. I'm trying to be as polite as possible, mm-hmm. but they have been gifted this weird thing where they can take another step back, right? Yeah. And say, okay, what what do I want the, my time to be dedicated towards? Yeah, Because that's what it comes down to is time. And maybe I mentioned this in the past podcast, but all of this is about how you spend the time you have here right now right so like if you look at it more like a gift instead of this like burden that you've just been given Mm -hmm. maybe just maybe you might find you know that diamond in there right
1: yeah one of my favorite philosophers that I listen to sometimes is um named Alan Watts and he has this awesome YouTube video out there and the YouTube video if you search it it's called um if money were no object and he talks about everybody having something they're good at and the sometimes the way to get to what that is is by literally asking the question what would you do if money were no object I think it's brilliant um, because everybody's good at something and you can make money from doing that thing (laughs) I mean
0: it's it's huge at its most
1: basic level really ask yourself what lights you up and try to make a living out of it. Like, that's what I did, basically.
0: Hey, um, I think I've said this to you, and, and I've definitely said this to my students, but, you know, my Uncle Glenn, walking on the beach, I'm 25 years old, and he said, what do you love to do? And I was like, I, I don't, I was like, I love surfing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's like, how can you make that your job?
1: I love him. <laughs> right? Yeah, and I was yeah.
0: like, how can I make that my job? All I was thinking was like, shit, I'm 25 years old. I don't think I can be a professional surfer but really it was it was um not until I really started to get into the counseling realm that I said oh I can actually use surfing as a way to like introduce counseling to people right so like yeah. now my two passions can conform into this one thing called life right so cool and and you know what I say to my students a lot too is you know on a monday and I think I've also said this on the podcast it's uh, you know, Sunday night, you don't want to be saying, "Oh my God, I don't want to go to work tomorrow." Oh. and so many people. And I say, have,
1: I've caught, I've done that more than, <laughs> more yeah. than once. Yeah. Yes. And we we have to go through those to figure out what we don't want to do in, in life. Yeah, I think.
0: definitely. <laughs> that's definitely. what I did.
1: That's what I had to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would agree sure. with that.
1: Yeah. So that's sort of my routine. Um, there's there are so many more things I could say on are you Vedic? Um. Routines. I will touch on just one more, which is if you're going to eat a big meal, eat it at noontime or at least between the hours of 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., because we're ready to metabolize at that time. If you think of where the sun is at, again, checking in with the sun um, to be this overall timekeeper in your days, right? Um, The sun is highest in the sky between those hours. So your body is wanting to digest its food and it's going to do its best between those hours. So do that. And the last thing is go to bed when the sun sets. <laughs> and the sun sets early, you know, around 7, 7.30, um, maybe not go to bed that quite that early, um, but definitely before 10 p.m. if you can. Because right after 10 p.m., we're hitting that active part of our day once again um, you might notice you're more active in the mind. You're ready to start a new project after 10 p.m. Hmm. Um, so the hours of 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. are ruled by um, the, this, the fire element, which is a very active element. So it's interesting. It's certainly interesting to observe in yourself the difference between going to bed before 10 p.m. and going to bed after 10 p.m.
0: Um, and it's funny, like you think yeah. of like, What's the prime time for like uh restaurants and bars in the city, right?
1: Yeah. 10, at, 10, 10 p.m. PM on. <laughs> you ain't
0: going to no restaurant and a bar <laughs> and having a good old time before m- ten before ten o'clock. <laughs> right, right, right,
1: right. And rightfully so. I mean, like I said, ten some, PM, some people let's yell, go. We're ready to go again.
0: Some people are yelling into the into their car saying, Hell yeah, I am <laughs> Right? But but yeah typically it's after that 10 o'clock if you really think about it right yeah
1: it's so interesting and Ayurveda has informed my life in ways I can't even begin to describe Mm. it's it's now the lens that in astrology through which I look at my life and the life of everybody around me it's amazing
0: you know I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking of two people who I know who can't really follow these um our guidelines right that we're putting out that I I would say that
1: Well, they're Um, not my guidelines. They're Ayurvedic uh, guidelines. Sure. That were established at the The, dawn of man. (laughs) But yeah, The routines that you follow,
0: right? Yeah. In the routines that I follow. My brother and my father who worked nights, right? So this is to the people who work night shifts.
1: To the people who work night shifts, hail you. Seriously, you are doing amazing work (laughs) that I couldn't.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So like find your routine, whatever works for you, you know, especially for somebody like my brother who watched my father, you know, work three jobs and he had kids and you know obviously had to be a husband um you know and a father and I you know it's it's interesting, you know, I watch my brother and, and he really does take care of himself, but he also takes care of his family. It's amazing. Right? Like it's it's very and I just say to like people who work third shift, like find your thing. Yeah. Right. If you know like you can't go to bed, you know how Ashley is saying or wake up how we're saying or eat the proper thing like find find whatever works for you. Absolutely. Like for sure, especially when you're, you know, going to work and, and um, it's pitch black outside, like still take in that fresh air. Yeah, for sure. It's totally different at night. The feeling is totally different at night. The air quality, Right. everything. It just feels different. Right. It's a little quieter.
1: You're always doing. The exact right thing in any given moment I, I, I believe that wholeheartedly like you are exactly where you're supposed to be in this moment because this moment is an open gate to the next moment so as soon as we realize our autonomy and our and our light in this moment in time we get the chance to do something totally different in the next moment and maybe something that inspires more positive positivity in our own lives Health, you know, self-care, whatever that might be. Yeah. You are always where you're supposed to be.
0: Yeah, even if it doesn't feel like it should be that yeah. place. Yeah,
1: especially if it doesn't feel because
0: like it. Because I know, I, I I don't know this. I don't know this at all. But I have a feeling.
1: You know a lot, Dan. Give yourself
0: more. But time. I have a feeling that there are a lot of people listening to the statements like that. Because, we, you know, you and I 100% believe it, mm-hmm. right? Believe that. But there are a few people who are saying, well, I am not doing what I want to do right now.
1: I've believed that in the past too. It's really hard yeah. in the moment when the moment is particularly bad to believe that.
0: So if you look at the outer circle of how you should be, if you look at the outer circle of how you want to be feeling during moments like this, which are unprecedented times, you know, we haven't had times like this ever. And maybe there's some that can be related to and if you're listening to me and, and you're coming from a place where you know your country or whatever has gone through some some interesting times like this then you know just just listen to this carefully there some of the routines that you want to be building for yourself is thinking positively during moments like this right mm-hmm. and and incorporating things that are are Going to provide some sort of clarity for you and not some sort of um, struggle.
1: For sure. Clarity, expansiveness. Yeah. Struggle to me is contraction. That's what I always go back to. Yeah. Yeah. Do stuff that like makes you feel open. And a lot of times that's the vulnerable thing. Like we have to feel vulnerable to be open. And we have to be open to be vulnerable. So... Yeah. The riches, riches lie there, riches lie there.
0: It's the best. And I, and I definitely know that, um, you know, people understand that uh, through struggle and fear and, and those kind of things uh, is where that clarity is sometimes and where mm-hmm. and where you can find um, yourself.
1: Yeah. If we're willing to be open to how we're feeling in our emotions and like what's mm. going on in our bodies, which we're so conditioned to not do. Um, that the normal the normal before all of this happened was to um, keep going you know it's all gonna be okay keep on it on and it's not that that is bad but what is being missed or neglected on the other side of that if we're always thinking about product and and progress you know if we look at the other end of the spectrum all the riches that lie within sitting pausing resting looking inside of ourselves, we have to... Now we have the chance to get into all of that vulnerable stuff because a lot of the stuff we push back because it's not comfortable. Like we push it into our past or our subconscious. Now we're sitting in it. Like we are literally forced to sit with our subconscious in stillness. And that's so hard for some people.
0: Yeah, and I think that's okay. And, and when I say like um, don't pick up something that is like... Uh, challenging for you in a workout what i'm what i'm really saying is like find find a workout routine for you wherever that is if that's a mental workout routine an emotional workout routine a Mm. physical one find something that is difficult but it has a tangible goal like you have a goal in there that you can set and you know you're going to be able to hit it right because you know the worst thing one of the toughest things that I see as a coach mm-hmm. for track and field are when kids give themselves, or as, as a coach, we give these kids goals that are like insurmountable, mm-hmm. right?
1: Right.
0: And, and they never achieve the goal and they feel awful about themselves, right? And then they hate the sport and they never want to come back yeah. out. Yeah. It's really hard. It's It's hard to... And, and I say that for a lot of people who, all right, they look at somebody, for instance, doing kettlebells, right? And they're like, that is the craziest looking thing I've ever seen. I can't, I can't do that, right? Well, set a goal for yourself to do a smaller weight. Right. You're watching somebody swinging this metal piece of whatever around who's probably been doing it for quite a bit of time. exactly yeah. So, and I know that this probably sounds very familiar and, and, Uh, and people understand that but there are certain people who still don't get that aspect of (laughs) setting tangible goals
1: because they don't know themselves that's it i always go back to that in order to know what's tangible for you you have to know yourself so this is all just about knowing yourself better really right Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah and i use the kettlebell example because whatever i I enjoy kettlebells but if your thing is, you know, Zumba and you're seeing these people <laughs> doing a Zumba class and you know you can't dance or whatever, well, don't show up to like the Friday night expert class on Zoom, right? Right. right. <laughs> show up to like the beginner class on Monday, I whatever, right? Exactly. So like whatever it is for you, mm-hmm. just start s- start small so you can feel more confident.
1: I love that. That's such a good way to build start building a routine for yourself. Yeah. yeah. I think of people who you know, think they should be meditating for an hour every day or 30 minutes. What? No, 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 no. Start with a one minute of observing your breath. Yeah. Let's start there. I yeah, agree with
0: that. for sure. Yeah. So anyway. So my routine.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So my routine, l- it's um, it's pretty similar actually to yours in the morning. Right. And it's something that, um, this is something that Ashley and I did very similar things. Um, and I've, I've adopted some of the things that, you know, Ashley has done and, um, I've put them into like my own thing in the morning. So I used to just wake up in the morning and I used to, um, go to my pull-up bar and I used to hang. I would, I would literally just hang from my hands from anywhere from a minute to two minutes every morning. I was probably doing that. I was doing that every morning since like 2000 and like 15 so about five years. That's what I was doing. Um, and I haven't had a pull-up bar at our place for a little while, but we just got one, which is great. So I've been I've been getting back into that every morning. And then, um, I why do all, you do that? Why do I do that? Yes, Explain. it's actually a really uh, solid like decompressant of your of your spine, right? Yeah. Traction. It's a traction thing. Um, mm. Mind you, the vocabulary that I have is horrendous with some no, of this it's stuff. Not. So it actually one hundred percent help me out with this. But I don't know the science behind a lot of this, but the research that I've done, I feel like it's it's solid research yeah. and, and I don't just do it just to say like, Hey yeah, I hung today. No, like
1: But it makes you feel good, which is the most important.
0: Which is great. Yeah. yeah. So there's two ways of doing this. There's one hanging by your feet. Um, and you can do an upside down decompression. Um, and there's some decompression tables and things like that. And you can also do uh, hanging by your hands. And where I actually feel it the most, obviously, is my shoulders, right? Um, shoulders for surfing is a big thing for me. I always want to be as mobile as possible with my shoulders. Um, I never really want to feel tight while I'm surfing. And obviously, as a runner, uh, believe it or not, your shoulders can get very tense while you're running. And uh, the more that I hang uh, or, you know, actually I'll go back on that. The less that I'll I'll hang, I'll actually feel it in my running where I'm tensed up in my shoulders, mm. which is very interesting. I've been noticing that a little bit more. Mm. Could just be getting old, though. Yeah. But so my morning starts off with a hang immediately. Um, and I typically wake up around 6.50. Mm-hmm. 6.45. I was a before 6 o'clocker for a little while.
1: Because of your commute.
0: My commute, um, when I have to drive to work, my wake-up time is anywhere from 5, fifteen, five thirty being the latest. Yeah. Um, and I have to be out of the house by 6 o'clock. So everything um, routine-wise that I've built at this time during remote... Um, uh teaching i guess if you will uh it was much different prior yeah um no hanging a little bit of yoga but it was more of just making my coffee and getting out of here yeah getting dressed see you later i'm out right totally could have woken up a lot earlier and done my thing right but we'll get to that so now it's a it's a wake up with the hang it's it's um doing the sesame oil which has been fantastic mm. that's that's great mm-hmm. i will then i do something a little bit different with my water i'll put um about a teaspoon of salt and i squeeze lemon in, into a cold glass of water was like a little luke lukewarmish glass of water i let it dissolve in there and i and i put that down the gullet
1: yeah Can I just jump in with one Ayurvedic thing? The reason we drink warm water first thing in the morning is because we want to nourish our internal organs and our digestive system. We want to prep it to be able to start taking in food for our day. The minute we take in cold water, and this is all relative. If you just got done with a workout in the summertime, you're going to drink cold water to cool your body temperature down. But the first thing generally that we want to introduce to our body is warmth. In the morning,
0: mm. yeah. So um, uh, Aubrey Marcus um, and I believe Tim Ferriss, uh, two great podcasters, two great motivational speakers, two just great, seem like great all-around people um, that I follow and listen to and and um, and track with whatever they're doing. Have uh, you know? They would both say that that is a great uh, way to start your day my explanation for that typically when people ask why do you do that in the morning um when you start your car in the morning right um you should let it run for a little while overnight about eight hours you know the the you uh, by the way i don't know much about cars but this is how it was told to me and i'm just going to reiterate that right? <laughs> thank you for prefacing that yeah. we need a lot more so of so this our- is
1: Facebook shares. Listen, if this is
0: incorrect, (laughs) please tell me. But there's a lot of gunk, a lot of buildup in the engine and in in the tubes that are flowing throughout our car. Right. So a nice warm up kind of gets everything flowing. If you start your car up and get it going and you're out of your driveway, see you later. You put, you know, you put the pedals of the metal, if you will. Right. Mm. Right off the bat, you could do some harm to your engine our mornings if we started off with a nice cup of coffee which is a it's a dehydrating thing right metabolizing Yep.
1: very heart starting
0: (laughs) exactly beverage yeah if you do something like that you might find yourself not feeling as vibrant if you were to have some nice water with a little bit of lemon in there or some salt whatever it might be um, obviously, if, if dietary restrictions keeps you from having salt or lemon or anything like that, you know, follow your doctor at the end follow of the day. Yourself. yeah. <laughs> so so that's like my morning thing. I don't eat until about noon. Yeah. Um, I try to get in a little bit of a workout in the morning. I not only practice yoga in the morning um, with Ashley, typically, while we've been home. It's been nice. Mm-hmm. We're both... Pretty much waking up at the same time, practicing a very similar um, flow, mm-hmm. and then I do anywhere from fifty to seventy push-ups, and then the same with sit-ups, mm-hmm. and I do anywhere from thirty to fifty pull-ups. I try to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trying to do that each day. Maybe I'll put some squats in there, and I just kind of get my body going just to just to get it in the morning, mm-hmm. um, which has been nice. And and for me, work is is much different than for you. Yeah. I've dedicated myself to um, pretty much doing the exact same uh, work routine, which is a 7.30 start and and a very lucky, very grateful 2.15 finish. Um, But here is where um, some people, some people, they don't cut themselves off. They don't give themselves the boundary, Right. If somebody's telling you you can stop at two fifteen or two thirty, and you feel like you have done the best job that you can at that time, and you know you need to take care of yourself at that moment to create a solid boundary, you shut that computer off at that time. Right. And I have been very grateful. Again, another just it's just been a really nice word for me to use throughout this time. I'm grateful of what of what I've I've come across in my life. Right. What I've set myself up for. Um, to be able to shut myself, my my work self off at that time.
1: He's so good about it. <laughs> it's so nice. Yeah.
0: Now from seven fifteen to two fifteen, it is straight work. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm gonna do anything, I'm gonna go sit outside and do my work outside. Right. But I'm working. Right. Right. Helping, putting out fires, those kind of things, um, with students, helping them just navigate their day, helping parents, helping staff, all that stuff. It's cool. It's great. Honestly thoroughly enjoy it but at 215 latest 230 i think the other day i just wanted to finish some things it was three o'clock right i
1: was like whoa
0: yeah (laughs) and but when i'm shutting it off the first thing i'm doing is then taking care of myself yeah so what something that um we're not like perfect right in this so sometimes I'll go to like my personal computer and I watch like surf videos or documentaries or something like that so I'm still kind of like in that like computer mindset which is it has been bizarre for me Mm -hmm. Uh, and I've really taken um, I've really looked at within and just said to myself man this stuff isn't going away right now you mean so, the computer? FaceTime. Yeah. yeah. The, the 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 interaction with with tech isn't going away right now, and it can if you want it to be, but for a large portion of my day, it's there. And I just have to be—I can't beat myself up when I want to watch like a documentary on surfing, right?
1: Right, right. It's such a dilemma right now, really. I mean, it, it's a—it's yeah. a real crisis that um, we all are now pretty i mean for lack of a better word forced to be on our computers more than we were choosing to be before this
0: and man if you're a parent right now and and for the last like seven years you've been trying to figure out how to get your kid off of tech right and now your kid has to be back all day yeah. i mean hey i yeah all the power to you parent is trying to figure that out mm.
1: <laughs> yeah since this is becoming the new norm there are going to be um uh, like we're gonna need to regulate our amount of tech in our lives um more intently uh otherwise be at the risk of becoming totally like brain dead because that's what computer time does and actually like wi-fi connections again i'm no expert but i don't have to i'm not an idiot like i can understand how how brain dead i feel after looking at and anybody can you know a computer for more than a couple hours in one sitting um it does stuff to your brain like the energy like everything emits energy right and computers it's this very like mental um energy so if you're already anxious you know um try to really decrease your f- amount of screen time
0: it's true in, in and you know i read something the other day too and it's i think it's really important if you like sitting a lot if you're if you're sitting a lot and you have and you have a very similar position um as as i do which is a school counselor where you're you, you know you feel like you're constantly on the computer try standing during that time i've been doing a lot of um standing during my day while i'm on the computer Try doing um, just like squats if you can. Nothing crazy. Just kind of like bend your knees and 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 try to do try to touch your toes if you can. Just get the blood flowing throughout the day. Do lunges and and all of those kind of things. And if you don't even know what those exercises are, just look them up.
1: Yeah, I mean, go on my website and yeah. grab a donation-based yoga class and do 30 minutes of the hour-long class. Right. Do the rest of the 30 like after dinner or before you know before your your day starts. Um, it is so important to keep blood and energy moving in your body, yeah, and get away from your computer. Um, really, like Dan was saying, shut it off um, for yourself. Like,
0: I mean, that's probably the biggest thing is you know keep yourself keep yourself accountable, right? Hold yourself accountable.
1: Hold yourself worthy.
0: Yeah, because I mean. Are you going to work 12, 15 hours a day on your computer every day? If you were going to do that anyways without this, ask yourself a question. Is that good for you? Right? And, and it might be because you might have to to support your family. All of those things. I, I, I understand it completely. And and you know, just continue to ask yourself, is this good for me? And if the answer is no... I mean, you gotta, you have to at some point really evaluate what you're doing in in the time that you have here. Is it worth what you're doing? And my routine after I'm done work is to take care of myself, either go surfing, right? It's either to be be there for Ashley and just kind of like hang out with her, be a goof, and and just kind of play around and do whatever, go for a walk. But then it is to work out as much as I can and it's not check off the boxes. For me, staying healthy is knowing that I'm going to be a better person, not only for myself, but for for Ashley, for my family, for my friends. Man, I've, I've even noticed if I take more than a couple of days off, like three, four days off for some reason, I get this weird like, what am, what is good? going on i'm a little foggy
1: sure yeah dan you definitely need your workouts that's a huge part of your self-care and um for so many people too yeah and then yeah and then there's you know i i'm sort of embarrassed (laughs) to say i haven't been on a run in like a month and i'm but i go through my phases really like if i i mean we all do we change you know and so your routines now they might look completely different in a year. They might look completely different next week. Yep. So just I would finish off to say be really compassionate with yourself. Just be really really tender with yourself. I know tender might be a weird word to use, but it's it's the one to use. Um hold space for yourself right now.
0: Yeah, I, if, I'm go- if I if I want to say one one thing, it's you know you have to be consistent with yourself right yeah so like if you're going to set your your routine that's going to be your lifestyle now that's going to be for a little bit it's going to be it's going to be what you want to do for yourself to make yourself feel better for not only for you um, physically and mentally emotionally but then for the people who you're surrounded with if there is if there is a, one thing that you can do is not only reevaluate what you're doing for yourself but then reevaluate the people that are around you
1: yeah that yeah right i mean yeah
0: because i know that's a whole other topic but truthfully some of the routines that you've built for yourself might be other people's routines that
1: is a hugely great point yeah make sure your routines work for you and you haven't been doing them for the sake of somebody else
0: and if you've wanted to let's go back to this right if you wanted to become a runner but your friend over to your right is telling you don't run those people. Are yada, yada, yada. They're saying all these things. You might want to reevaluate what that conversation just was and where that person is coming from. Right. For sure. Because, uh, again, honestly, you know, you see in friendships, you see people who hold you back from doing certain things that you want to do. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: In good ways. <laughs> yeah. And then sometimes in really bad ways. So this is a re this is a time right now, like you like you know, you you stated before. It's it's really time for you to look within as to everything. Is the job right for you? Is the routine that you're doing right for you? Are the people that surround you right for you?
1: Yeah. And like moreover, how do they make you feel? Yeah. Because when we're in our thinking mind about it all, things can look so good, but feel really bad so and I just I just encourage people to go toward the feeling part of who they are because again we have been conditioned into the thinking part for a long time right and the thinking has this very masculine tone to it whereas the emotional has a more feminine tone and so touch base with if you're you know if you identify or you're masculine like identify touch base with the feminine parts of who you are too and vice versa if you're a female Um, And you've been feeling maybe like really emotional, say even like dropping into your emotions in such a way that you've been feeling depressed, Um, pull on your strengths, pull on the masculine parts of who you are and uh, to help you, to help lift you out of those, those depths.
0: Yeah. I mean, and I would just, I can say the same for, for males, right? Yeah. You might be sitting next to somebody that you can't stand right now, right? And sometimes you're feeling super emotional, And your way of dealing with that is staying quiet and not saying a thing or getting very aggressive.
1: Yeah. Open up. You can cry. It's okay. Boys can cry. (laughs) We're all, you know, we can all cry really to really touch base with them with your emotions right now is important.
0: It is. And And if you need
1: any counseling or help with that, right, reach out to me, reach out to people that you, um, identify and resonate with that take that you observe you know taking care of themselves and and ask them for some help like don't be afraid to ask for help
0: for sure so we're gonna leave you with that
1: yeah thanks so much for tuning in you guys
0: totally appreciate it i mean the summer weather's coming right around the corner here we go even if you have to enjoy summer from your backyard yeah just appreciate you know just appreciate every breath
1: we'll see you next month
0: see you next month guys thanks